Welcome to Let's Therapy, where we get real and raw about your mental health, faith, and blended family. We're your hosts, counselors, Scott and Vanessa Martindale. Now let's therapy. Hey guys, welcome back to an episode of Let's Therapy. We're so excited to be with you, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, counselors, and um, and we just want to say first, a little disclaimer. A little disclaimer, you guys. You know, th- just know that this podcast is not a substitute for counseling. So if you are having any mental health issues or in need of an emergency, um, please be sure that, you know, you contact your local authorities, 911, or your own therapist. Absolutely. And this is just episodes where we unpack and dive into mental health issues. And today we're going to talk about a really, um, what I would think is more of a sensitive one, is we're all you know, as husband and wife, we have those experiences where our spouse is suffering from something. Maybe it's depression. Maybe it's anxiety. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of times we hear a lot about postpartum depression. There are things that are maybe out of our control as a spouse to control. Mm-hmm. And when we see our spouse suffering, we immediately want to do something. So we're just going to really unpack what you can do as a spouse to support your spouse if they're suffering from any type of mental illness. Absolutely. You know, and and there's so many different signs um, and symptoms of Mm -hmm. that your spouse may be experiencing, you know, um, you know, I know you and I, just to be completely transparent, I've been in a season of just, um, just being overwhelmed and feeling very anxious about things. And so, you know, when you notice that your spouse, um, is maybe stressing or worrying about things that um, mm-hmm. didn't seem as big before, but now that they've become mm-hmm. these huge issues, maybe it's lack of sleep, change um, in appetite. Maybe you see that they're finding less joy in the things that they're extremely passionate about. You know, these are all things that can show that maybe they're um, they're struggling with something or having mm-hmm. some mental health issues. And so those can be some of the signs um, and symptoms, so to speak, um, that you may see from your spouse. But I think one, one thing that we can do from, you know, starting off the if you do have a spouse that's suffering from mental illness, um, is just, you know, being patient and prayerful mm-hmm. over them. Um, you know, mental illness, we know that it has the stigma, mm-hmm. right? Um, counseling has the stigma and we really want to, um, erase that and take that away, um, and just be able to bring that to light. And so I think just being patient in the process of what they're dealing with, mm-hmm. um, and being prayerful over that. Yeah. And you, and you can't take it personal. I know a lot of times when, when a spouse is suffering, you're also suffering right and so you're you're feeling maybe neglected or you're feeling like there's something you should be able to do or they should be able to kind of snap out of things and so we look at it like it's almost like a personal attack on our marriage on our relationship that it's wrong Mm -hmm. and so i love that you said be prayerful and obviously we we want to acknowledge the fact that if our partner is suffering let's let's talk about anxiety and depression those are some of the more common ones um we want to be supportive of that and not attacking yeah so the the um maybe the gut reaction is is be like what is wrong with you why are you doing this can't you just snap out of this you know you're not acting right you're being snappy or you're not happy to see me you know what is going on so this is more of an attacking formation um that we look at it from a neglect perspective yeah when they may not be able to help themselves sure and so being supportive and coming to them and saying hey i see that you're just you're not finding a lot of joy in this anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a year ago, this was really good. Is, is there something going on? Or, you know, I see that you're really anxious or you're not sleeping as much. You know, I know that that's not playing what you want to be doing. So how can I support you in this way? Mm-hmm. Listen to your spouse. Listen to what they're telling you. And not in a way that's like, you know, hey, um, you know, you need to be doing something different. But just listening in the fact of saying, okay, I'm hearing what you're saying. 
Uh, I want to make sure that you're supported. And I think men and women kind of deal with this a little bit different. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I think if you're a husband and your wife is maybe acting this way, you're looking at it from a, well, I got to fix it perspective. Yeah. You know, let me just fix it. And I would encourage you to talk to your spouse and say, hey, you know, are you looking for a solution here or do you just need me to hear you and just to understand how you're feeling? So that's one good way. Yeah, I think, you know, also understanding the diagnosis, you know, Mm -hmm. if your spouse has been diagnosed with depression or anxiety, understanding what that diagnosis means um, under like researching Mm -hmm. what um, some support tactics are or resources are that Mm -hmm. can better help them with that. And guys, I want to I want to. just address something here. I think it's really easy for a lot of us to label ourselves with, I have depression Mm -hmm. or I have anxiety. Um, Let's just remember, this is something that we're battling. It's not something, it's not who we are, Mm -hmm. but it's something that we're battling. So we are battling depression. We are battling anxiety. Um, And, you know, I think it's so important for us to look at it um, that way, because when we label ourselves with certain Mm -hmm. things and we say that I am this, I am that, um, Gosh, I mean, that's just lies of the enemy because Mm -hmm. that's not how God created us. He created us fearfully and wonderfully um, and in his image. And so understand that um, when your spouse is going battling these things, it's not who they are. It's something that they're fighting against. Um, But like I said, I think understanding the diagnosis, researching the support tactics. Scott, you said be be a good listener. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of times people who are suffering with mental illness, they just need to be heard. They just need to process. Mm -hmm. You and I both meet with clients and all. Oftentimes, they just need somebody to talk to. They mm-hmm. just need to get it out and expose it and bring it into the light. You know, I think some other things um, that we can do, um, you know, besides educating yourself and your spouse on it is, you know, spending as much time together as possible, um, maintaining positive communication. Communication is so important. People mm-hmm. who suffer with mental illness tend to want to shut mm-hmm. down. Um, but also, not being overly positive, which is something we call toxic positivity, mm-hmm. where it's like, um, I think a good mm-hmm. example of this would be, um, uh, you know, oh, I know that you're battling depression, but you know, God is great and you're going to get through this. And yes, that is true. But, um, I think when people are dealing with it and sometimes whenever you say those certain things, um, it can almost come across as you're kind of diminishing what Mm -hmm. they're going through. Um, and this is just stuff that we've learned as Mm -hmm. we've been trained, um, that, um, you know, you, you kind of want to shy away from because it can really, um, do the opposite effect and shut people down. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad you brought up diagnosis because I do want to touch on this for just a second. Um, we, we should not use Google to diagnose us. Yeah. Um, and that is probably the most common thing that is happening. And even a step further from that is even being diagnosed by even somebody like a, a family physician or somebody who does family practice. And those are great people, but they don't specialize in psychiatric il- illness. Sure. And so I would want once one, I would, my words are overcoming me now. Uh, I would, I want to encourage you that if you feel like you are in one of those areas where you're like, hey, depression or anxiety, or you know, uh, maybe you know, you, you use the term bipolar a lot. I mean, these are things that are they're common terms that get yeah. thrown around. Yeah, that narcissism is narcissism. A big one. But what you said about labeling, this is the part where I see more common in anything in counseling is I'll have somebody come in and they'll say, well, I was uh, diagnosed with depression at 15 years old or 18 years old Mm -hmm. and I say well who diagnosed you and this person may be like in their 30s and 40s now yeah who diagnosed you well you know a family friend uh, of a physician okay so you've been carrying a diagnosis around with you for 10 plus years 
from somebody who never saw you, you never took an adequate assessment, mm -hmm. you didn't see anybody, you didn't continual treatment, nothing. So be careful about your diagnosis. Now, again, I don't want to diminish what's going on in your, in your marriage and if there is a partner that is suffering, but I do want you to encourage you to go seek the right help. Go find a psychiatrist, go find a counselor who you can meet with regularly, who can listen to the uh, symptoms that you're having and make a proper diagnosis. Yeah, and I think, you know, um, I think that's so good, everything that you said. I think one thing that, you know, if you are the person that's suffering with mental mm -hmm. illness, and we're using the examples of, like, depression or anxiety, you know, I think it's so important for us to be clear on how you would like to be supported. Mm -hmm. You know, be clear on, like, hey, this is what I'm feeling I really need right now. Mm -hmm. And that may be um, something that's healthy. That may be something that's not. You know, um, oftentimes when we're in the thick of it, yeah. um, you know, there's a little, there can be um, some deceiving that's going on. Um, but, you know, speak about how you would like to be supported. Speak about the things that turn you off, so to speak, mm -hmm. that are discouraging to you in that process. Um, you know, as a spouse, who, um, if your spouse is suffering with mental illness, you guys giving them ultimatums or threatening to leave them, um, mm. is not a good thing to do. You know, we all go through different seasons in marriage. We're going to have the hills and valleys mm. and it's for better or for worse through sickness and health. And, um, you know, mental health comes, come, becomes a part of that. And so, um, you know, as you're going through this process, you know, that's why we say to stay in community, we say, stay in prayer, you know, get good, a good biblical counselor, all of these things, um, not only are going to help your marriage, but they're going to help your spouse in this process. Well, and I will tell you, in, in, a, in a long marriage, the chances of you experiencing this are very good. I mean, they're going to be, like you said, yeah. hills and valleys. And again, I, I think as spouses, we look at it and we say the health of our spouse represents the health of our marriage. Yeah. And I think that's a wrong way to look at this. I mean, we are going to, as individuals, go through certain mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. and, and, and men and women are not immune to it. No. You know, we look at this and say, well, women are more likely to be depressed. Yeah. And, um, you know, but that's not true. I mean, men at the same time can feel depression. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's seasonal depression. Maybe it's a, a part of their life where they're not feeling that they're contributing in the right way yeah. or maybe they've had a setback in their financial situation yeah. and they're really struggling and and men don't often get the um, the uh, the freedom to do that because yeah. they're looked at as you always have to be strong so yeah. I just want to encourage anybody who's out there that, that may be in that situation where you know my spouse just this is an ongoing thing for them and I don't know how to deal with this so we talked about being prayerful we talked about finding the right um, you know, get, getting to the right people that have the right diagnosis. Yeah. Counseling is the other side of it. Yeah. You know, there is a stigma between going to counseling. There, we know this. Yeah. People don't like, they're like, why would I go and share my feelings with a stranger? Mm -hmm. Well, because that stranger is going to give you equipment and procedures and things that will help you move out of that season. Yeah. Uh, that's what we do. So I'm a cognitive behavioral therapist. What that means is I look at behaviors and then we go or look at, you know, the results of behaviors and then we go back and try to adjust. So we give them tools and resources that say, hey, I see that this is what's happening. This is what's happening beforehand. So let's alter this and see the results. And we track those results. That is a lot of what counseling is. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing that is hokey pokey or that you should feel shame about. It's something you should embrace. Yeah. So encourage your spouse to go find a good counselor. Yeah. And I would just say validating them and, and being empathetic goes a very long way. Yeah. A very, very long way. And you guys, I want to read some scripture from Colossians 3.14. And it says, above all else, above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. 
And so as you're dealing with this, um, you know, in your marriage and your spouse is dealing with this, just remembering to always just be wearing love and just that Mm -hmm. grace, the grace that God gives us and just bestowing that to your spouse and um, just loving them through this process. It's not easy. Mm. Um, You know, I know we've gone through seasons of this and um, and we've had family members that have and and, and it's hard. It can be very hard. um, But just remembering every day to just put on that love um, that's just going to bind everything together in perfect harmony, just like his word says. Yeah. And one last thing I want to say to the spouse who is maybe the onlooker here. Don't um, uh, do away with counseling yourself. Yeah. You know. We know that uh, caregivers yes. need support. Yeah. So if you're in that situation and you are struggling, you know, be in community, find a good counselor. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are things that you need to fill up your tank so that you can continue to support through. Yeah. Um, in nursing school, we all we learned one of the number one things that we learned is you're not just treating the patient. You're treating the entire family. Yeah. And so, um, yes, the family needs help as well and, um, you know, needs to be in a good um you know, space emotionally, mentally, and spiritually as well. Absolutely. Guys, we hope this has encouraged you. We really want to shed more light on people who are struggling in these areas. We want to make sure that counseling is an option, that you absolutely look at that um, to help you. So hope you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Therapy, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do.